This is Three Valleys Radio coverage. Oh, what a shot that is! Of Yeovil Town Football Club, direct from Hewish Park. The heart is a blue. It's time for another Glover's Update. In this town, you're out of luck. And the reason that you had to care. All the latest news direct from Hewish Park. And you're not moving anywhere. You thought you found Including all the post-match interviews and the manager's press conference. So join us every week on Glover's Update to keep right up to date with what's happening at Hewish Park. Well, good evening and welcome to another Glover's Update on the show tonight. It's very much a family affair tonight. Charlie Cooper joins us, first of all, to have a chat. And that's followed by his dad, Mark Cooper, the manager, all at the manager's press conference this morning at Hewish Park. Charlie, um, before we get on to the FA Cup, let's talk about last weekend. It ended up probably being a bit tighter than you boys would have wanted it come the end of the match. Yeah, uh, I think so. Um, yeah, it was a bit of a crazy game, really. Uh, started off very comfortable, I think, in the first half. Uh, I think we played very well um, defensively and um, in the attacking third and um, went in 2-0 up, comfortable, and then the second half, just crazy, really. Um, I don't think the officials helped, but I don't think we can um, have any excuses. But, um, yeah, it was a bit of a crazy game, but, yeah, great to get three points. As I say, was it one where you were just relieved to get over the line come the end of it and also obviously the sending off as well? Probably after the game, yeah, we we felt you know it was good to come in with the three points because after that game something could have happened. We could have ended up coming in with a point really, but um, we did feel very comfortable until the sending off. Uh, that obviously changed the game a little bit, um, but I still didn't feel in, in uh, any doubt that we wouldn't get the three points. Looking ahead then, if I said FA Cup to you, what's your what's your first memory of the FA Cup? Not necessarily as a player, but even just as a, as a football fan. Um, it'll probably just be watching watching the games. Obviously, you see all the um, the lower division teams playing bigger teams, upsets, and um, yeah, it's obviously a, a cup with a lot of history. And uh, you know, every every game you play in that, it's great to be part of. And uh, hopefully, we can go on and take it as far as we can. So what's your history in the FA Cup been like? Have you met, what's the furthest you've managed to get? Um, I'm not too sure. I remember playing. I think I played Exeter when I was at Forest Green at their ground. I'm not sure what round that was. Maybe the second or something like that. Haven't done too well um, in it. I remember playing Gillingham at Woking, um, but nothing yet that stands out. So hopefully, this can be a year that we can uh, kick on and uh, get a big team in the future. Divcot at home this Saturday. What do you know about them already? Um, 
I had a friend that played against them on Tuesday night for Murphy. Uh so yeah, I asked him what they were like and um he said, you know, like it'd be a tough game, like every game is. Um but hopefully we can uh, be professional, do things right and I think um touch will be progressing to the next round. In terms of playing a team from a lower division, obviously it's always tricky, potential banana skins, they haven't been playing particularly well recently, they're nearer the relegation zone. Does that put an added pressure onto you guys? Um, I don't think we're feeling any pressure really. I think as long as we stay professional and do the things that we have been doing um, in the games, I think we should be okay. Because goal scoring wise, you've not struggled so far this season. I, I mean, I, I imagine this weekend you're going to hopefully aim to get a few goals on the, on the score sheet again. Yeah, I think um, in the attacking third we've got some great players. Um, I think the goals are getting shared about nicely and um, everyone that's played in them attacking positions are bringing a real threat and um, yeah, that's helped us obviously score a good amount of goals this season so far. And for you on a personal level then, if you manage to make it past Didcot and then the next qualifying round, what would it mean to you and to the club to get round to the first round proper of the FA Cup? Yeah, obviously I think it's massive to go as far as you can and getting into the first round proper when a few more teams come into it is great and um, hopefully we can go further than that um, but yeah I think we've just got to take each game as it comes and obviously that's Saturday against Dig Cotton we'll pay obviously full respect to them um, but we'll stay professional and, and try and get the job done. Hey. Thank you. Yeah, um, I was reading up on you believe it or not and uh, I see uh, uh, Accrington's Stanley manager quoted you saying he felt you were a conductor of an orchestra that's nice. Does that put, does that yeah. put pressure? I just tried to. Like um, yeah, obviously that's a a nice comment. Um, I've not heard that before, but um, yeah, I think he's probably trying to say try and control the tempo of the game. That's what I take from it anyway, because I'm not very really good at playing any instruments or anything like that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, try try and control the tempo of the game, um, break things up, and give it to players that can go and create. It's kind of I see you in a sort of Brian Robson role, in as much that you know you, you you try and control the midfield and burst forward when you can. And is that reasonable to you know assume? Yeah, I think so. Obviously, um, in the middle of the pitch, I think the main job is to um, to be solid, um, break things up, and uh, I do like to get on the ball as well and um, try and yeah try and control the tempo of the game and uh, play forward and give it to the the attacking players that we've got and uh, they're doing the job at the minute. To be fair. Is there anybody that you particularly sort of style yourself of when it comes to playing? Uh, I wouldn't say one person. No, uh, I watch a lot of football, and um, obviously at the top of the game, you you look at players and you take things from every player, certain things that you like, and um, you try and implement that into your game. But I think once you get into a rhythm of how you play, you've got to stay with that and just do the things that you're good at. There's no point in getting away from that and trying to be something that you're not. Yeah. Um, FA Cup this weekend, are you aware as a player of Yeovil Town that the sort of cup pedigree that we've got as a club? I haven't seen too much into it. I know the club's obviously got great history um, in the divisions and obviously in the cup as well, but um, you can you can let me know who they played. Uh, well, I think... I think I'm right in saying we, we, we were responsible for knocking out 21 league teams. Right. More than that now, but at least 21 league teams. I remember they played, did they play Man, Man U? Was that in the FA Cup? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
Right. Um, we were dead lucky because we had a drop. You know, we we played them once, and everybody thought that was wonderful. And then within a couple of years, we got up again, which was great. But, yeah, it must be know, nice. But we've had Liverpool down here. We've had haven't beaten Liverpool North, Man United, but uh, yeah, it's good to obviously yeah. have teams like that come to Huish Park and um, yeah, listen. Obviously, there's a far way to go yet, but if we can just take each game as it comes and try and progress as far as we can in this competition, it'll be great for supporters, players, and um, everyone involved with the club. So yeah, hopefully we can do that. On a more general note, what's what's your view of of the way that uh, referees really don't these? He's arbitrary ten minutes of extra time and that. Does it if you're sort of playing and thinking quite you're having not the greatest to go and you're getting really knackered and you see ten minutes go up, it must be a bit daunting. Yeah, it is hard, yeah. Like you said, it's hard enough playing ninety minutes, um, at a good tempo and with all these new rules now I can't say I'm liking it too much. Um you've obviously got the added time and uh, even the one with communication with the referee, I'm finding that hard, as you can see with yellow cards and stuff. I know I need to get better at that. Um, but, yeah, it is difficult, I've got to say. Um, I think the rules are getting taken probably too far now and uh, you can't even speak to a referee on just a general like conversation without getting booked or... Uh, every tackle you make now is a yellow card no matter what it is so I think you'll see this season how many suspensions there'll be and um, yeah I think it's getting a bit silly really I guess you'll have to start learning as they call it the dark arts yeah exactly that but um, yeah I do need to be a bit more um, yeah like you said dark arts a bit subtle (laughs) that's it yeah Um, and try and stay in the good books for a while because like I said, I think my yellow cards are racking up a little bit, so I need to be a bit better with that. Um, seven goals so far for you, uh, in your career, I should say, not for Yeovil. But um, looking for one Saturday? I would like, yeah, I would like one. Um, obviously, that's not probably my my best thing, but I would like to uh, add a few got more goals to my game uh, when I can. I think the last FA Cup game, uh, I had quite a few shots, but the keeper was yeah on on fire for the first first half really so um yeah I wouldn't mind one this weekend yeah well best of luck let's hope you get one cheers thank you thank you thank you good luck this weekend cheers thank you and the training yes yeah get myself down there now Hi there, Three Valleys Radio listeners. Believe it or not, it's over four years since we started the station, and I'd like to pass on a huge thank you to all for your continued support. We couldn't do it without you, but like everybody, increased costs are beginning to take their toll, despite the fact the station is run totally by volunteers. So if you enjoy our station, we are hoping you may feel you can make a small donation to our Just Giving page to help with running costs. Just check out our website www.3valleysradio.com for the Just Giving link. Three Valleys Radio for the best in music and sport in the South West.
was Charlie Cooper having a chat at the press conference, and now here's Dad, Mark Cooper, the manager. FA Cup. Let's talk about a bit about the romance of the competition to mm. begin with. When I say FA Cup, what's the first match or goal that, that comes to mind for you? Ooh. It's depressingly for me, it's Di Matteo in the FA Cup final. And considering I'm a Spurs fan, that hurts quite a lot. <laughs> uh, I look back, my dad playing in the FA Cup final in 1970. Yeah, uh, and then it went to replay at Old Trafford, and in the last minute he got smashed in the back of the net by Peter Osgood or David Webb, and they lost in the last minute against Chelsea. So that's the first what I always look to. Were you there? For that? No, I was only I was I would have been six months old probably. But obviously looking back, um, my childhood was always I look um, the Tottenham Ricardo Villa. Mm. Goal at Wembley against Man City. Was it Man City? I think yeah. it was. Amazing cup final replay. Um, but there's so many memories of the FA Cup. You know, Gascoigne free kick, semi final against like, all of those. It's um, it's magical. Thank you for picking two Spurs goals. But there you go, mate. <laughs> for you then, as a as a manager, mm. what have been your particular highlights of your career so far when it comes to managing the FA Cup? Yeah, I've had some uh, had some upsets as a as manager of, of non-league clubs. Um, I was player manager of Tamworth when I first started. We won away at Bournemouth. We were then in League One, I think. Uh, we won, I think we beat three or four league. Lincoln, knocked them out. Played Fulham. And when I was manager of Kettering, we played Fulham. We were in the Premier League um, in the fourth or fifth round of the FA Cup. So as a manager, Touchwood, had some decent runs in the FA Cup. Um, but I think I'm due another one. Not had one for a while. Then you know all about the danger of the FA Cup and the potential banana, banana skin yeah. you get. So, Didcot then. You're at Hewish, obviously a big advantage being at home, but how do you see them? How do you view them? Because you've had a week or so now to get your head around the fixture. I spoke before the Stoning game. I've been on the other side of it and know exactly what the manager or coaching staff will be telling the players. Like, you've got to go there, good start, quiet the crowd down. All of that, I've been there and every right to do that and that's the way they should do it. Um, I went to watch Didcot on Tuesday night against Merthyr Town. Um, so we're not leaving any stone unturned. Our, our homework or diligence would be the same as it would be for a, a league game. So, yeah, I, I drove over to Didcot, watched that. Um, they're very unlucky to get beat against a good Merthyr team. Um, they scored a wonderful goal. They're the right winger, left footed, scored an unbelievable goal. Um, so I have to be careful of him, um, and they, like I say, they can feel a bit aggrieved that they, they didn't get a result. So their league position, you wouldn't read too much into that, because obviously they're towards the bottom half of the table in the league below you. I just think the FA Cup, all of that goes out the window. It's a free hit for them, and all the pressure's off them. There's no pressure on them whatsoever. They can come and enjoy themselves, and they'll be saying, let's hope that we catch Oval on an off day, we have a good day, and that's what happens when you get FA Cup shocks, so that has to happen. There's obviously the romance of the cup itself, but for you guys, I'm guessing getting through this round, maybe going a few deeper, financially means a lot to you as well. I think for the for the club, not not so much for me, but it's for us. The FA Cup is a is a vehicle to earn money, and I don't care what club you are, everywhere anywhere in the world, you wanna you wanna bring money into the football clubs. It makes things easier. So. We, we want to go as deep as we can and 
think every round you get through, the more money you earn. The bigger games you get, the more crowd. So it's a win-win. So we've got to try and win as many as we as many games as we can, and that's going to be the aim. Obviously, last time out, the game probably was a bit tighter than you would have liked it for the for the dying moments. Any injury updates? Is this, does suspensions play a role here? Because looking at the sending off at the weekend, unavailability for this game. I'm guessing is that the case or or not? This because we discussed it after the game. You said you were going to appeal. It's the National League is like no other. So the National League Premier rules are different to the National League South. So if you get a red card in the National League Premier, you miss automatically the next game. If you get a red card in the National League South, you have to wait seven days before you miss a game. But if you get a red card in the FA Cup, you get, you miss the next game. If you miss a, if you get red carded, if you, if you get an accumulations of bookings, you don't miss the FA Cup. So it's really complicated. Really complicated. Re and, and how one organisation can have different rules for three leagues mm. is, is beyond me. But going back to last Saturday, I thought we were outstanding for a long period of the game and we spoke again about officials after the game and I don't blame the officials, I blame the people that put them there. You know, so that needs to be looked at because that game nearly turned into a farce through no fault of either club, players, staff, owners. It, it, it nearly turned into a farcical situation it shouldn't happen. What do you think caused that situation? Is it a case that the rules when it comes to speaking to referees? Is it a case where more yellow cards are being handed out now than there, there was previously? What do you think caused it's just an, It's just anarchy. There needs to be a rule. Are we allowed to look at a referee or not? Are we allowed to say hello to a referee without getting booked? Is the referees, are the referees allowed to tell the players to F off, aren't they? Or it just needs a whole new rip into pieces and starting again. Would you almost rather favour like the rugby dynamic where only the captain is allowed to speak to the referee, the players all know that and that's set in stone? But that's difficult in the emotion of the game when you're winning 2-1 with 20 seconds to go and the referee gives a penalty. You'd have to be probably saintly to not say something. Mm. But we have to get to that stage as a, as, a, as a team, that we have to get to that stage... I mean, my biggest job on Saturday was trying to get to the players before they got to the referee after the final whistle. Both managers, they had a player sent off after the final whistle. Um, but we need to get to a situation now where we have to be holy, like we can't tap the ball away, we can't speak to a ref, we can't... But there needs to be consistency for that, for, so, so we actually know. There needs to be massive respect for the officials, but they have to earn that bit. What's the, the layout and the deal with the appealing of red cards? You suggested you were going to. So we've appealed, but we still have nerd. So I'm trying to prepare a team for Saturday. We still don't know if Matt Worthington can play. But in the National League, the hearing, the Premier, the hearing is heard straight away. But we have to wait until Thursday night from a game last Saturday to find out if Matt Worthington can play. So I'm guessing then you're having to come up with a couple of different team plans and hypotheticals. Yeah, of course. But still looking forward to the game. I'm really looking forward to the game. Uh, the games at um, Ewish this season have been really enjoyable. 
we've had a brilliant atmosphere and togetherness between the players and the crowd and it's the whole atmosphere is is brilliant and um i just hope the drummer turns up on saturday otherwise you're gonna have to pick it up yeah yeah chairman's told me that i've got to do that as well as coaching the team so uh i'm sure he'll be there on saturday hey mark um do you find that life in general and those specifics is is a little bit calmer now i mean you're about sort of 10 games in almost uh, to the new regime and you know everything seems much more calm and collected you, you finding that yourself we didn't feel calm with five minutes to go or two minutes to go on Saturday when we no. played probably our best football. Um, yeah, but I think off the pitch, things are calm. I think the owner is doing what he does. He, he's making everything good, like the stadium. We sat in a new, yeah. a new media suite now and we're just concentrating on trying to make the football team as, as good as we can. And that's our part of the deal, and um, yeah, things are going well. Uh, talking to referees, and I don't want to be provocative, but when you consider that these guys are getting paid for the job, do you think that there, there should be, a, you know, better understanding of the job that they're doing? Because it seems, in some cases, that they they don't really understand the game at times. I don't blame them. Like I said, I don't blame the, the officials. I think it's the people that put them out there, and and all kinds of models of what they can and can't give. Um, I think the new directive I get at the start of the season it's new and they're gonna, there's going to be loads of bookings but there was nine red cards in our league on Saturday yeah. nine that's nearly one a game I think our bookings this year in this level are 60% up compared to the National League Premier so that can't be all about the players it's got to be about it's a mixture of things but we need clarity what are the actual Rules. If you, like you say, if you look at a referee in a different way, are you going to get booked? Or we've gone from having 13 minutes of injury time to none on Saturday. So in the first half, the referee didn't even put the board up. So there wasn't one minute of injury time. So we've gone from having 13 minutes or nine minutes in our first game in the first half to having no minutes. So, you know, there needs to be consistency and... Um, until we get that, we're going to continue to have problems. But like I say, I want to reiterate, I'm not blaming the officials. It's not them. It's the people that put them out there. But, but assuming that, I mean, when you look at the, the, the pressure that you managers are under, um, you know, in football general, you know, a, a wrong decision by a referee can, can cause you to suddenly be out of work. Of course, yeah. Um, well, now, surely, you know, the, the National League authorities have got an obligation to you guys to back you up and to come up with a set of rules that are sensible and workable. I sat in a National League meeting, managers meeting with a with a guy from the PGMOL, the referees guy, beating his chest, telling us how good the referees were gonna be this year, that we're gonna demand respect and anybody, you know, that questioned them was gonna get booked. But again, consistency. So one referee we've had this year was the best referee we've had by a, a long, long way. And I put that in my report and asked, please, couldn't we have him every week? But he managed the game with respect and he addressed the players calmly and correctly and he got respect back. I think when we, we always talk about rugby, those rugby officials earn respect from their demeanour. 
and it has to be a two-way thing. Um, you can't be a referee and in the first minute tell the captain or one of the players to f off, mm. you know, or speak to them in, in, in that kind of manner. Otherwise, you're not going to gain any respect. So, yeah, I think it's a shame, but we need to respect the officials. We really do, but we need to give them some help as to them being ready to manage the games that they are. Now you say you watched Didcot on Tuesday night, what was their defence like? Because I'm, I'm sure everybody's been expecting a goal feast again. And any good? Or? They, like I said, that I was pleasantly surprised and the goalkeeper uh, for Didcot played uh, Swindon when I was the manager, Lee Bedwell. Uh, very good with his feet. Um, a competent goalkeeper. So, yeah, they were well in the game to late really really deep in the game and against the top team in Merthyr so yeah we're expecting a, a you know a, a difficult encounter and it's a big day for them they'll bring a few fans like Stoneham did and we have to be so good we can't win if we win 4-0 it's not enough if we draw it's a catastrophe if we lose nightmare yeah. so we just have to, like I said last time we just have to get through the time you're into the fourth well, if you win, you're into the fourth qualifying round, I think I'm right in saying. Um, and then obviously get through that one, you're in the first qualifier, the first It's a few ifs there, right? Yeah, yeah, well yeah, two, yeah. Um, but um, you must be fairly hopeful the way things are going at the moment though, that you, you can progress. Just look at the next game, really, honestly. Yeah. You have football, you just look at the next game because if you lose the next game the next one becomes massive, so it's just focused and like I say we do the same preparation same homework that we would do if we were playing uh, a National League game tomorrow We uh, on Saturday we're doing the same so full respect to Didcot um, but we're looking forward to it you know we sh we've been really good at home we've won four on the trot so we should be in good spirits we are and we're really looking forward to another real good atmosphere and a good day well, best of luck on Saturday and hopefully we're through to the next round. Thanks very much. Thank you. Well, that's it for another week here on Glover's Update. We'll be with you again next week, same time, same station, so please tune in. And in the meantime, keep listening to Three Valleys Radio. Good night. Is a blue shoots up through the stony ground. There's no room, no space to win in this town. You're out of luck, and the reason that you had to care, the traffic is stuck. Take you out of this place